book lovers, and welcome to Rather Be Reading. You're Alyssa. And you're Persephone. Join us as we talk about our most recent reads and all things bookish. Here is the next chapter. So we have started doing mini-sews that we're going to release in between episodes as often as we can. Yes. So this for this first one, since we are in the month of September and everyone's going back to school, we are doing September as our kind of back-to-school month. Mm-hmm. So we have each developed for the two mini-sews this month a list of five books that give us back-to-school vibes or school-setting vibes, that sort of thing. Yes. And we're starting out with my top five books. Um, these five books are in no particular order. <laughs> um, it's not going to be from like favorite to least favorite Perfect. or that sort of thing. So <laughs> just bear with me as I kind of blubber on about each of them. I'm so excited. So without any further ado, my top five school themed books. Yes. So first I did. putting this first one on my list because it's kind of the obvious one for me. (laughs) I feel like anyone who knows me could guess that Harry Potter is going to be on my top five school themed books because it's the OG for me. This was like my first love of reading book and it takes place in the best of schools, Hogwarts, where I wished... Every single day growing up that I would get my letter for Hogwarts. So, um, number one, just because it's the first one I'm bringing up just because it is kind of that foundation for me. Mm. And we all know, I'm not going to spend too much time on this one because we all know what Harry Potter's about. Yeah. Harry Potter is, is one of those that I could reread like literally over and over again. It gives me all those warm, fuzzy feelings. I wish that I could study magic. Yes. (laughs) And live in Hogwarts oh. and get all of those excellent vibes. Um, so, again, I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but Harry Potter. This is the illustrated edition of it Harry Potter. so pretty. It was a gift given <gasps> to me by a family I used to nanny for. Oh. And, yeah, it is gorgeous. There's so many excellent illustrations oh. all over. That's um, amazing. Yeah, it's lovely. Who published the illustrated version for anyone who wants to see it? It's illustrated by Jim Kay, and it's published by Scholastic. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Check it out. It is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, I only have the first one in the illustrated edition. I'm Are like, you going to collect them all? I kind of want to, but I yeah. also don't want to purchase and support JKR yeah. <laughs> any more than needs to be. That's kind of the duality that I'm faced with with loving Harry Potter so much. <laughs> yeah. Is there's part of me that just does not want to support her. Right. At all. You're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. But that's a whole nother issue yeah. for some other <laughs> podcast to delve into. <laughs> yes. Um, so the second book is also one that I've talked about mm-hmm. on this podcast before. It's The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. And this book, I didn't, going into it, I didn't know that it was school, a school setting. But it is. It it's is. a school setting for the majority of this first book. So for those of you who don't know, The Name of the Wind is a book. So this it starts out with 
our main character, Quoth, as an adult, mm -hmm. and he's kind of narrating to someone his life. Mm -hmm. And he grew up as part of this traveling tribe. Mm -hmm. He became an orphan as his family was mm -hmm. killed. And he goes on a journey to becoming something greater. And oh. part of that is getting into this school of magic. And wow. so he gets into this school of magic. And I, I, I just see this, it gives me so many good vibes because oh. it's basically kind of, I, it's really not Harry Potter for adults, but if mm -hmm. you loved Harry Potter and that kind of feeling, mm -hmm. The Name of the Wind is definitely like an adult version of that oh. that gives you those similar feelings some of the similarities are there's like a friendship trio both and his two buddies he's like two oh. best friends it really gives me kind of that like found family vibe oh. um and i love the the friendship dynamics in this book yes. um it also has one of my favorite tropes which is the eccentric me mentor yeah which a couple of my favorites the school-based books do have that <laughs> that trope because i just love it like in Harry Potter, you've got Dumbledore, who's kind of this wacky doodle, old man wizard, you know, yeah. a little off, but absolutely brilliant. Mm. And um, this book has the same type of character in it, which I wow. love. Yeah. You also get, <laughs> one of the biggest critiques of this book is that Quoth is kind of like a sad boy who is mm. like too skilled for this world. And wow. you get this like kind of kind of disgusting romantic pining of this like sad boy mm -hmm. over this girl who's probably too good for him but mm -hmm. you know he's so you get that element as well you know they've got the library settings you've got uh -huh. like he's a he's a talented musician so you've got like mm -hmm. musical settings it's just so it's so delightful and it does give me that like school let's study let's learn let's oh like all those cider. Yes, absolutely <laughs> it gives me all those vibes and yeah you do feel like you're learning along with the character, which is one of the things I love about school-based school books, particularly fantasy ones, where you're, like, learning about this magical world and how all this works. So that's number two on my list. Take yourself to the alehouse. I know. I'm a yep. play with clothes. Yep, in the tavern. While he's playing his little instrument. I don't know yeah, the instrument. Is it a lute? I think it is, yes. It's a lute. Oh, yeah. It is. So that was one that's... I think people who haven't read that book, yeah, are surprised that it's kind of a school-based yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. This next one, number three for me, mm -hmm. is an oldie but a goodie. Oh. So, A Great and Terrible Beauty by Libba Bray. This, do you know Libba Bray? I do. What book have you read by, or do you know by her? Uh, do you recognize? The Diviner. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. I haven't read that one, actually. I haven't read that one. Yeah, I've heard it's good, uh -huh. but this is also really good. It's a oh. trilogy, mm -hmm. and this is a series that I was so obsessed with when I was younger. It's one of those where it, like, kind of became my personality for a while. Yes, I love that. <laughs> yes. So this book, it takes place – it focuses on a girl who her family – she, she has an English family, but mm -hmm. they live in India. Mm -hmm. And her and her mother are walking through this um, Indian marketplace mm -hmm. when her mother is attacked by a magical being and is murdered. Mm -hmm. And her father kind of doesn't know what to do with... The main character's name is Gemma. Uh -huh. Doesn't really know what to do with Gemma, and she ends up getting shipped off to an English boarding school for girls. And while she's there, she's 
initially like so pissed off, so sad. She's away from her family. She grew up mostly in India. Mm -hmm. She misses her mother. She doesn't understand what happened. No one else Mm -hmm. saw this magical creature attack her mother. She's confused. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know what's happening. She is now at this very strict boarding school, Mm -hmm. learning how to be a proper English woman. And she's young. She's like probably 13 or so. Okay. And this series follows her as she develops friendships in this boarding school and how they navigate the trials of what it is to be a proper English woman and kind of those that strict mentality that's being taught there yeah but Gemma discovers as the series goes on that she possesses magic (laughs) that can open up basically a portal to an alternate realm. What? And so she travels to this realm and discovers kind of what this realm has to offer. And Mm -hmm. at first it seems like this magical, perfect place. You know, Mm -hmm. you've got like your little baby fawns and your bunnies Uh. and everything's lush and green. And there's these beautiful, like a beautiful cottage you can go and hang Uh. out in and this beautiful lakeside and the weather's always perfect. And you know, the magic is beautiful and, and kind and lush. Yes, and so she she then also discovers that she can bring people to this realm with her. So she brings her friends with her, and they have a blast in this wonderful other realm. Mm -hmm. As the series goes on, they start to discover that it is maybe not as wonderful as they once thought, and there's a darker side to this realm, Mm -hmm. some darker magic going on, and Mm -hmm. it's really I love it because it's basically these three prim and proper girls who then get to enjoy kind of the more heathenistic side of life in this alternate realm where Mm. there's no expectations of women. There's no one there to really tell them what they can or can't do. So they start to, it's kind of a coming of age story where they start to discover like their sexualities, Mm. drinking, um, that they, you know, they don't have to wear clothes in this. Like why would they wear, wear clothes or they can wear whatever they want. Or, you know, it's them kind of coming to, into woman, womanhood with these two separate lives where there's yeah. the realms where they're, they can do and be what they want yeah, and what co- costs that might have and right. how that world, that darker side of the world might affect them and the choices mm-hmm. they make versus the boarding school where they're like, okay, put on your tight corset and learn how to bow with a cup on your head without it breaking. And right. um, for a kid to read, like I read this when I at first, for the first time when I was in middle school mm-hmm. and for a kid to read, it has some really dark and complex themes to it that I think are really lush and beautiful so I loved this book book number three the whole trilogy I really loved that is one that I don't know how well it holds up over time I haven't read it as again as an adult but I kind of want to to see how it holds up later but I loved it devoured it when I was a kid so the fourth book that I'm going to talk about that kind of has that school vibe Mm -hmm. back to school education Mm-hmm. is Skyward by Brandon Sanderson. Ooh. This is a sci-fi novel, actually. Uh-huh. And it follows a girl named Spensa mm-hmm. as she gets accepted into a spaceship training program. Oh, that's so cool. Like a space school. Yeah. Uh. So this world, it's, it takes place on this planet. It's kind of this harsh deserty planet where everyone for the most part lives underground mm-hmm. and when Spencer was a kid her father was this really they they fight they fight this alien species yes. 
they've always been fighting this alien species. This alien species mm-hmm. is trying to basically wipe them out, and they don't really know why. Mm-hmm. And her father was a really renowned uh, space pilot. <laughs> <laughs> um, flight pilot. I don't know. I don't, I don't know all the proper aero <laughs> terms. But um, he was really renowned, kind of famous. Mm-hmm. And so she grows up with kind of that legacy, but her father, for whatever reason, turned traitor and what? ended up killing some of the other members of his flight crew. Oh, God. And then they ended up shooting him down because he turned. Right. And Spencer has a hard time reconciling that. What happened? Why would he do that? Right. And has a chip on her shoulder now growing up and going into flight school because everyone looks at her as like, does she carry that same defect as her father? Is she going to turn mm-hmm. on everyone? And so she has to fight against those expectations and prove herself as worthy to be a pilot. Right. And this book also has those really good found family yes. vibes where like, as she makes friends with students, some enemies with students, there's like a love interest oh. and um, it has those kind of really fun school setting vibes. And this is a, like a really fun, lighthearted one uh-huh. that I really enjoyed always a fan of that kind of school-based setting yeah it's really delightful oh, <laughs> so good so good um and so this last book I'm going to talk about the poppy war mm-hmm. really really good arguably one of the darkest books I've read wow which surprised me so the poppy war is by R.F. Kuang who uh-huh. also wrote Babel yeah, yeah. yeah. Babel 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 I don't know <laughs> I don't even say Babel it's Babel yeah Babel <laughs> <laughs> So this is, it's a debut novel too, which is insane. Because oh. Arf Kong's pretty young. She, yeah. And so. She's so gorgeous too. She is. She's a cutie patootie. I know. I'm like fangirl. I love her. Yeah. yeah. So this book follows a girl named Rin. Mm-hmm. She is from the southern part of this continent, um, this magical co- fantasy continent. Mm-hmm. And she grew up, not an orphan, but she grew up with her aunt and mm-hmm. a very poor community, mm-hmm. but is studying to be to get accepted into like a military military magical academic school. Mm-hmm. And we find out she quickly gets accepted. Mm-hmm. She passes the test and gets into this prestigious school. Mm-hmm. And while she is there, you know, she's learning about military tactics and she's also learning about different elements of magic mm-hmm. and kind of her ancestry her history her you know because this is a world where there is also some kind of racism um class system and she grew up in kind of this poor mm-hmm. poor community right. she experiences the negative effects of that as well as being a woman there are females in this school but you know as any school yeah. <laughs> there's always kind of that misogyny that's going around right this book also has kind of an eccentric me- uh mentor yes. where there's this kind of wacky noodle guy who kind of mm-hmm. takes Rin under her wing and she doesn't quite love it because she's like he's fucking crazy yeah what the fuck but then slowly starts to realize his genius oh and so i'm all about that trope yeah i also love Rin because she is extremely smart but also but also <laughs> <laughs> She's extremely smart, but also extremely ruthless. Like, she is up there with the best of them. She's like, I will do whatever it takes. I am in this. Yeah. And I had heard that this was a really dark series, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I had quite anticipated how dark. Because as I was reading it, I was like, this is fantastic. Like, what are people talking about? This is so fun. Like, you've got rivalries. You've got friendships. You've got, like, 
all this good school-based stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ending is a holy shit, this got dark fast. Oh, God. Ending. And I was not anticipating it. Um, my roommate at the time had read it before me mm-hmm. and had I had kind of had warnings about mm-hmm. it. But even still, like, when I read part of this ending, I had to put it down for, like, a day and be oh, like, God. I can't touch this. Like, I was physically ill. Mm-hmm. And it – but it's fascinating because what happens at the end is based on a real-life event that oh, had God. happened that I was not familiar with. So I also went and looked up the event. If anyone has read this book or goes on to read this book and just don't, I mean, I don't want to say don't look it up because it's a real event. It's what happened. It's, and it's absolutely horrific and disgusting, but just go in with fair warning, go into this book with, read all the trigger warnings if you need them, because there are every sort of trigger warning you could possibly imagine happens at the end of this book. And it is a real event. If you Google it, there are images, um, oh and it is sickening and horrific. And when did it happen? And is it like the last, like third of the book, like the last, like twenty percent of the book? Um, like, at what point does it take a turn where you're like, oh god? It's the last probably quarter of the book. Okay. Okay. Probably the last quarter to third of the book. Okay. Um, and it happened in 1937. Um, it's the uh, Nanjing Massacre, mm-hmm. if anyone's curious or has any any curiosity about that, or if they've read this book and didn't know it was based on something real, yeah. that is what it's based on. So go into this with fair warnings, but the majority of this book is excellent school, fun school fun vibes. School vibes. Um, <laughs> so you have been warned. It was really, really good though. This first book I really, really loved. Mm -hmm. Um, The rest of the series kind of goes into kind of a more military fantasy book, Mm -hmm. which was not super my vibe. Mm -hmm. And while I liked the last couple books, they weren't, like this was like a five out of five read. Mm -hmm. The rest of the series is probably more around like four out of five for me. But other people really, really, really loved the Mm -hmm. way this goes because Rin is, Rin is a very dynamic main character. and she's mm. very interesting to read about. So nice. Yes. So those are my top five yes. in no particular order. They're not they're not ranked on favorites in that. So I, you said you had told me that you were going to do some honorable mentions. <laughs> so of course I am too. Do it. Um, honorable mentions. Um, Heartstopper. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I have to throw in that because that is the best school based oh. like. Back to school vibe, like adorable, warm, fuzzy, want to read it all the time book. Yes. And then a couple others. One that we had both kind of talked about previously is Deadly Education. Uh Um, I think that's a really popular kind of dark academia-ish school-based book. And it's like, it's like Harry Potter if more people die. Yes. (laughs) If like the school is just trying to kill you. Everything's trying to kill you. Exactly. (laughs) But you have kind of that fun, quippy character, the kind of uh, grumpy main character, and then the like kind of golden retriever Mm -hmm. side character. (laughs) Um, Definitely a fun one. I really liked it. And then Fourth Wing, obviously. We've talked about it in a previous episode, but gives all of the school-based setting vibes. It's Mm -hmm. definitely a really fun one. So those are my five plus 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 school themed books that I love. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Have you read any of those? No. Uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just are uh, just I have 
two more left in the series. Really? Yeah, I haven't read them yet. <gasps> have you watched all the movies? Yes. Okay. But I feel like I've heard that the in in my experience thus far, the books are so much. They richer. really are. They're so great. They're fantastic. Yeah. Rusty hadn't read them when we first started dating, so we audiobooked them all together, and it was delightful. Oh, they're so good. And the audiobook narrator for that series is lovely. It's Stephen Fry, right? Maybe. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know his name, but I know. <laughs> He's great, whoever he is. Yeah. If that's who it is, he does an awesome job. Yeah, I knew someone that would listen to them like on repeat because he was just yeah, such a wonderful so good. Writer. Oh, so good. So good. Amazing. Yeah. So those are um, back, to back to school. Back to school. I love that. <laughs> Join us in two weeks to hear lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait.